The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. We are still in the sixth chapter of Luke, so we're still in uh, the Sermon on the Plain, and we heard that reading yesterday, that very difficult, love your enemy. And today, uh, do not judge. In our world today, these are difficult sayings, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but yet uh, the gospel uh, is urging us to figure out what that beam is in our life. Well, perplexed by that a little bit, um, so I have another duty. I get to send out the early morning 7.30 text messages if you get those. And usually I try to look at saints because I think they can teach us so much about how to live. And as you also would know, Saint Teresa, or Mother Teresa, uh, her feast day was last Sunday. So I actually had a couple of texts there, but I did some other research on her. And I ran across an interesting event. Uh, it was back in 94, and it seemed really relevant to today. Mother Teresa was invited to the National Prayer Breakfast with the uh, Clintons and the Gores, and her message was about abortion. And it just caught my attention because it seemed like, wow, what would, what would be like today if Mother Teresa was called to a national prayer breakfast and our leaders were there. And so I was really interested in that. And so I was looking at the text and I read through the text and I, it, was, it was fascinating, her words. I, um, I think this was right when I was getting out of RCIA. So I kind of vaguely remembered something, but I didn't know a whole lot about it. So I, I read the text and I found a uh, a part that really kind of spoke to me, and I, I was going to share it here. She said, I feel that the greatest destroyer of peace today is abortion because it is a war against the child, a direct killing of the innocent child, murder by the mother herself. And if we accept that a mother can kill even her own child, how can we tell other people not to kill one another? How do we persuade a woman not to have an abortion? We must persuade her with love. And we remind ourselves that love means to be willing to give until it hurts. Jesus gave even his life to love us. 
she then went on and she said, um, I will tell you something beautiful. We are fighting abortion by adoption, by care of the mother and adoption of her baby. We have saved thousands of lives. We have sent word to the clinics and the hospitals and police stations. You know, I was like, I bet I could find this on a video, YouTube. I really just wanted to see it. And mainly because I'm judging our leaders. I'm like, well, what were, what were they doing? They must have just really been like, oh, how can, how can you be saying this in front of us? Um, I really wanted to see what those leaders were doing. So I found the video. It's all over the place. Um, but there was a section right where I just left off. Uh, you can imagine Mother Teresa. Uh, she's very short, so I think she would have been about like this. Um, the microphones were right in front of her face, and she really read most of her speech. But she came to this part. And somehow it seems like she grew <laughs> a foot. Uh, it's like you could see her face. She said, don't destroy the child. Give me your child. And she was beaming with a smile. I, I felt like if I had a baby, I wanted to give it to her. Sincerity. She truly wanted the child. And who was she speaking to? She was speaking to the audience. She didn't turn over and look at any of the leaders, the Clintons, the Gores. No, I mean, he, she looked out in the camera. The genuine, the sincerity of give me your problem. All of a sudden, the beam started to take a little bit of light for me. The beam, I think, is the judgment we make to take whatever action we're going to be doing. And part of that beam is the sincerity and genuineness of what we're called to do. Love our enemy. Do not judge. Take action with sincere genuine love of our neighbor, of our enemy. Not because, oh, I've got to, I've got to love my enemy. No, nope. that's a law. Jesus is saying, do it sincerely in your heart. Find true love. Now, interestingly enough, if we look at uh, the reading from Timothy... That's exactly this whole first uh, part of Timothy is the genuineness of Paul's mission. Think about Paul. He felt he was the highest of Jews. And what is he being called to do? To go minister to the Gentiles. This would have been the most insulting job that anyone could have had. And look at the sincerity of the way he talks about the call that Jesus gave him, the love and indeed the grace that Christ bestows on Paul to go do that. In this video with St. Teresa, it's the same thing. 
when she pops up. You believe her. It's sincere. She loves the children. And she's not condemning. Yeah, she's, the whole thing is about we, we don't want abortion. That's, that's terrible. But how do we defeat abortion? Sure, let's try to get laws. But we defeat it through love, like we do with any enemy. That's really what the Sermon on the Plain is. How do we defeat hatred? How do we defeat the evil in the world? It's through love. And that's the message of the gospel. And it really is about the plank. That's the plank. We have to genuinely, sincerely, not just because it's a rule and Jesus has told us to do this, we have to sincerely love our neighbor who many times is an enemy. Let's stand and offer our petitions.